Welcome to another episode of Real Voices. We appreciate you joining us. We have another great guest, Karen, here with us uh, with Home Smart. Karen, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and who you serve? Um, a little bit about me. All right. Um, my name is Karen Chires. I am a Home Smart agent. Um, who I serve? My husband is in law enforcement. So for me, um, when I get to serve anybody who's in public service or has a military background, that just gives me just a, just great satisfaction. Thanks. So you said your husband's in law enforcement. I met him one night um, just speaking with you two inside actually one of the branches. Um, tell me, what is it that got him into this as well and, and you or how, how does that work for you guys? Um, well, I was needing a little bit of help at the end of last year. Um, and so he had thought about getting his license because we are actually going to be retiring in Colorado and he definitely knew he wanted to have his license when we moved there. And I told him, well, why don't you just get a head start and get some experience and you can help me when I need it. And he said, okay. And he took the classes, crushed it. And okay. now he's helping me every now and then. So Awesome. So how, what about you? What got you into the industry? What was, what's your story? So my why and why I got into the industry is um, at the age of 19, I actually earned my, I owned my first home. Um, with my sister and there was just a lot I didn't know and so we had that home for three years got into a little financial distress and ended up losing that home and so for me whenever I can help especially young couples first-time buyers um, go through the home purchasing process and being able to share my story and educate them it just it really excites me so I love going through that process with them I appreciate you sharing that a lot. You know, a lot of people go through these these things and then they figure they can never get back on track or they can never own a home again. What are some things that you teach um, your clients to get them back, get them feeling that way or get them to that point? No, absolutely. So we talk about like if they ever come um, to a point where they have to sell, you know, what that looks like as far as tax implications or if they find themselves in some sort of a hardship, what options they have. So in my situation, I didn't know that I had options. I figured the bank was just kind of gonna do its thing and, and I didn't reach out for any help and so I let them know that there's there's options out there. So reaching out for help is probably the most yes. important one, right? Reach out for some help. Talk to someone. Um, the bank is ob absolutely there to help you but you can talk to other folks. There's sometimes, you know, wholesalers are really huge right now and investors so you may have that option. Folks have a ton of equity in their homes, so you know, don't let that home go to foreclosure. Once you get that trustee notice, um, reach out, talk to an agent, they can help guide you. Cool. Now, before your time in the industry, you worked at Amazon? If I remember correctly, you were Amazon? I did, okay. I did. I worked for Amazon, so this is my first year full-time. Um, I've been practicing part-time, and I just really love what I've been doing, and it's been exciting. And when I realized I was enjoying it more, I figured it was time to change. And 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 I did that at the beginning of this year, and it's it's been it's been great. Understood. How long were you with Amazon, and what did you do over there? I mean, I'm I'm pretty fascinated by the company. <laughs> it's no, an amazing story, you know. So what 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 work did you do there? No, absolutely. Amazon is a great company. Um, I was in uh, human resources. So I was in human resources management for nine years with them. Um, so a little bit of like, I don't know, let's see recruiting, employee relations, staffing, all that kind of stuff. So I, I love, um, I wish I would have gone into that, that type of human relations and, and things like that. Um, any, any interesting stories of, uh, that you might be able to share that wouldn't get you in trouble? Um, let's see. When it comes to employee relations, there's always a ton of stories. Um, I don't know if this one would get me in trouble or not, but 
I think the one story that I just never forget um, that I knew I was dealing with somebody completely different was um, I was sitting, um, you know, asking questions during an investigation to um, one of the employees and have you heard of the uh, saying, snitches get stitches? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, snitches get stitches was, I, I was familiar with that term, but during the process of asking questions, this gentleman said, snitches get shanked. And that's when I was like, oh my goodness, like <laughs> I'm in a room completely by myself with this individual and I need to find like the next exit. So, <laughs> wow. um, things turned out fine, but it was just like, at a whole nother level. <laughs> Something you don't expect at work, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Didn't expect that at work. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I like what you said. They were just different. And, you know, we have to learn how to deal with different people in our life. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a bunch of great people there as well. So, awesome. so um, what I guess what made you get into into um, serving who you serve right now? Um, I, I know you spoke about, like, you know, you had your, your issue, but what, what do you do day to day to to really serve them? What does your, your day look like? My day, well, what I've learned going um, full-time this year was that you need to have systems in place. You definitely need to time block because you are your, you're one of everything, right? So you wear multiple hats. Um, getting up super early has been very beneficial to me. Um, I get my personal things out of the way, such as you know going to work out, grabbing my coffee, getting settled in, responding to emails and then really starting my day. So that's been very helpful for me. And um, I think just also just making sure, I guess for me, what's made the most impact is that I've been able to build relationships with people. And that's been the really fun part about this business is that you get to meet so many different people, you get to help so many different people, but you also get to build relationships with so many of them as well. I, I, I enjoy that as well about the industry. Thank you. Um, you mentioned systems and um, you know, getting up early to make all of this happen because, there's, like you said, you're wearing so many hats. Um, so what do you think some of the misconceptions that people have about what you do? Like, What do your clients think about what you do compared to what you do? Um, so I did a, a post. I was helping a client who purchased uh, an acre home and um, we had to do a septic inspection. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna share this. Like I'm gonna post it so that my audience, my, my clients, my customers, my friends and my family can see. It's not all about glamor, right? So sometimes we do some of the dirty work and, and have to be there at, at those inspections. So it's not just all about you know, running around in heels and, and you know, signing contracts. Like it's, it could be a hustle sometimes. And, and, it's, and that was part of, part of what, um, I was doing it at that time and I thought, you know, I've shared all the other great stuff. I want to show you guys like some of the other work that we do behind the scenes that you may not be aware of. It takes a takes a village, right, to make this happen. Right? Absolutely. Okay. So as you're growing up, little girl, um, did you dream about being a real estate agent? Was this the goal one day in life or were you uh, dreaming about being in human relations, employee relations? What what were your I was my dreams were, um, as a little girl, were to um, own my own business one day, right? To be my own boss and um, to be the one who was running my own show, doing my own thing. Um, you know, everybody dreams of doing something spectacular, um, working for themselves. But uh, for me, it was what got me into real estate was right out of high school, I thought about it. And as I mentioned, I purchased my first home at the age of 19. 
And so real estate had always been in the background for me. Like I'd always thought about it, thought about getting into it, but really wanted to go out and get that four-year degree. And so that is what I was just set on pursuing. Um, so I was able to accomplish that and get my bachelor degree. And um, again, real estate just kind of always kind of lurked in the back of my mind. And when I met my husband, we um, started following the Dave Ramsey plan. Mm -hmm. And Dave Ramsey, we, we were in, in a good place financially, but Dave Ramsey just kind of took it to a whole nother level. And so we were thinking about putting kids through college at that, at that time. And um, we were like, you know what? I think we really need to start you know, working on a budget um, putting things on paper, see what those things look like, because we want to be able to retire early. Um, you know, him being in law enforcement, he gets to retire early. And I wanted to be able to retire with him as well. And so one of the greatest sayings from Dave is, if you want to live like no one else, then you have to live like no one else. And what that means is that you have to live that way now um, to be able to live like no one else later. And so I've actually started rereading his book. Um, because now I've applied that to my personal life. I want to make sure I apply it to my business and real estate as well. And so making a budget, you know, getting all of that in order. So I'm back to reading his book because, I mean, there's some concepts in there that I've forgotten about and some concepts, like I said, that I want to incorporate into my, into my business. Awesome. Appreciate you sharing that, um, especially the book. It's, I think it's a great topic, great book. Um, just thinking about the budget with the business. Um, I sit and chat with them, sometimes really newer agents, sometimes seasoned. And when I ask them about that, they, they kind of get a little nervous or flustered or, you know, the eyes gloss over. But let's talk, talk a little bit about the budget. Um, How has that affected you when you weren't doing it compared to now when you are? What, what's the difference there? Um, well, the difference for me is I used to have a previous income <laughs> that could supplement <laughs> anything that I wanted to do in real estate, right? So if I was doing like some sort of coaching program, um, because everything that comes your way, like people are always trying to sell you something and there's so many things that come your way um, that you, you do need to purchase some things, right? So like you need to have a CRM, you do need to, um, you know, some places and some folks have, you know, websites or, you know, you lead gen or you farm certain areas. So you do have to have some sort of capital to be able to finance some of those things. And so the difference now is that I need a budget because I don't have that that income to fall back on. I mean, obviously, my husband still works, but, you know, I just want to make like I set that plan for myself. And there were certain a certain budget that I said that I said. I'm not gonna touch anything else. And this is my budget getting started full time and that's what I'm gonna stick to. And so- It's important. Like you say, there's a lot of shiny things that come your way. Oh, Someone's absolutely. always trying to sell you something. So if you, you have what you know, what you could spend, it's just easier to make those decisions, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so you said you always thought about owning a, your own business. Were there some, was there someone in your life at the time that inspired you that way? Or what? who inspired you as a kid? What, um, what did that look like? It was not really anybody particular in business. Um, Princess Diana, I don't know, for some reason, she just was someone that I looked up to. Um, she, you know, was a philanthropist and she did a lot for for folks and, and uh, she was very involved with um, causes and um, helped a lot of folks, children and stuff. So I, just, I really admired her for doing that and just being very human, being very genuine when she did those things. So that just really um, reflected with me. Like it just, she, her, her compassion just stood out to me. And so I, I looked up to her for that reason. 
Okay, thank you. Yeah, she's uh, still is many people's many people's heart. So cool. Absolutely. Um, so just trying to think think it, um, of what still what that looked like when you're a little girl, mm -hmm. and you know you're thinking about Princess Diana. Um, what what would have been I guess at that time or when you were a kid? What would have been the craziest thing you you did or craziest way you made money or in most interesting way you made money? most interesting way I made money I don't think I really have like one of those unique stories I think just kind of what comes to mind when I think about my first job was uh, my mom was very involved in our school in high school and she was part of the Wolverine Foundation and so she you know her and my dad always encouraged us to you know to fend for ourselves and and to you know make sure we got educated that we could take care of ourselves and you know 16's coming around and she's like you gonna do anything this summer and so I thought well I don't have any plans and so she uh, mentioned that the uh, school snack bar was was hiring right they were looking for someone um, to work during the baseball games and I'm sorry the basketball games and um, I was wasn't doing anything so I thought well why not she goes to her meeting I'll tag along I'll work get to hang out a little bit so that was my first, I guess you could call, like, job, job. that I did. Yeah, <laughs> little job, did it a couple of times. Um, it was a way to learn a little bit of responsibility and and manage some money and, and um, have fun at the same time while doing it, getting to watch the basketball games and, and hang out with my friends, too. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you regret? Anything that I regret? Mm. I don't know, that's a tough one. I, I think, not anything that really comes top of mind. You know, I ask, I ask that to pretty much everyone. Typically it's like, no, because I wouldn't be who I am. Yeah. Um, and some people are like, yeah, you know, there's some things I do regret. I think we all kind of have things we would like to maybe redo or say something differently or treat someone differently or something. So, um, but you know, that's just, I guess that's just my thought is there's always something that we, we feel like we could we can do different. Um, you don't have those thoughts? You don't have any? Um, I think if I would have just had, I mean, no regrets. If I, I just wish I would have had some of the knowledge that I do now back then um, to be able to, I don't know, maybe start retirement a lot earlier than, than what I did. You know, going back to the Dave's book, like he shows you the scenario of two individuals, like someone who started investing really early and then stops and how much money they have compared to someone who started really late and I felt that I started my retirement a little bit later um, so maybe that's one of my regrets but um, getting back into real estate I was able to um, this is kind of like a where my husband and I kind of really joined minds was you know reading the Dave Ramsey book and then deciding okay how are we going to accelerate or as as Dave calls it gazelle intensity accelerate right that process for ourselves and so we we always knew we were like into real estate um, and wanted not only to do it to help people but to also help ourselves and so we set a goal again with a budget and wanted to finance um, purchasing a wholesale property and possibly flipping that and so we did. We um, started connecting with some, you know, local investors, networking with people who work at the auctions, um, got informed. I felt like we were like on YouTube all the time, you know, doing homework and um, talking through like, what does that look like for us financially? 
and um, you know how scary it is also. And so we, it's so funny because we, um, our very first deal, it's funny because we were um, not together. So we had subscribed to all of these emails and I'm following people on Twitter, right, who wholesale properties and, you know, constantly looking up um, the auction lists and doing research online and, and even driving by homes. And I'm sitting at the doctor's office getting ready to go into my appointment and I'm kind of just flipping through my phone and this email comes across and I click on the links, right, and I'm looking through and I'm like, wow, that's a, that's a really decent looking property. And... Um, lo and behold, I get a text message from my husband and he's like, hey, did you just see that house? And I'm like, which one? And so then I'm like doing screenshots and so he's like, yes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like we really need to jump on this deal. And um, I'm like, reach out, right? So reach out to the wholesaler and he did. And he's like, no one's asked about it. Like it's still available. I'm like, let's do it. And so we did. And I felt like it was just that magical moment for us because he was somewhere completely across town. And then I was just sitting there flipping through my phone. So we were doing the exact same thing at the same time. And when people say like that yeah. magic moment just happens, that was like a magic moment for us. And so I knew I was like, oh my goodness, like this is our first deal. We were able to finance it completely on our own. And um, fortunately that one was like a lipstick flip. Um, it was a little bit on the outskirts of town, but it really, it, it really did well for us. So Awesome. I, I love that magic, right? When it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah, cool. that was a meant to be story for us. Absolutely. Cool. Would you, would you consider yourself um, adventurous? Adventurous? Yes. I would say more so now than before. Before I would have to schedule a vacation. Now, if my <laughs> husband's like, let's go. I'm like, all right, I'll pack a bag. Give me 15 minutes and we're off to do something. So <laughs> cool. I've become more adventurous as I've gotten older. I feel. So yeah, absolutely. So I guess when you're looking back, what would be the most adventurous thing you felt you've done? Most adventurous thing I felt I've done, let's see, like just on a whim, I would say um, we were actually um, at an event and um, it was a wedding of a family member. And um, my husband said, well, why don't we just like, just go up north, right? no bag, no toothbrush, nothing. And here we go, two o'clock in the morning, we just drive up north, find a hotel, go to the casino. So for me, it wasn't like it was super adventurous. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it was just on the whim. And I was like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. And so we'll figure out how to get toothbrushes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's breaking you down a little bit at a time, a right? A little bit at a time, cool. yeah. Well, I appreciate you being here with us. It was, it was fun chatting with you. Do you have any last words, um, words of wisdom, anything you'd like to say, say to the audience? Um, words of wisdom? If you're holding out selling your house, it's, it's a seller's market. <laughs> it is, it is. So. Well, how can, we, uh, how can we reach you? You can reach me at um, chairezhomes.com. That's my website. So my last name is C-H-A-I-R-E-Z, homes.com. Um, I'm also a HomeSmart agent, so 602-770-7445 um, is my phone number. Be happy to help. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Absolutely. It's great.